I don't know. <laughs> Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make. Mrs. Peacock was a man? What? This is God. You guys. Are really us. What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <gasps> Come to Freddy. <laughs> I have a Bible. Come to Buckhead. Welcome to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We're on location. Yes, we are. We have left the confines of Cozy Corner for the confines of St. Francisville, Louisiana. (laughs) We're on the road. Taking it on the road for the first time. Just like Willie Nelson. Mm -hmm. He's been on the road a lot. A lot. It's not his first time. (laughs) Although he smoked so much, he might not remember his first time uh, yeah. on the road. Every every show might be like his first show. Every show might be like his first show. You mm-hmm. know, he just made, what, 90? Yeah. He made 90? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Rocking and rolling. You a Willie fan? I like Willie. Yeah, I like Willie. I like Willie. Mm-hmm. So we are here in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Why is St. Francisville, Louisiana so popular, Faith? Because it's spooky. It's the home <laughs> of the Myrtles. Yes, it is. It's the home of the Myrtles, yes. The Apparently. Infamous Myrtles. Infamous Myrtles, <laughs> America's most haunted location. Mm-hmm. That's how they like to pimp it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been on the tour before. What do you think of the tour? It's interesting. I've had a few things actually happen on the tour. Same here. Um, nothing that's like mind-blowing, but, you know. Same here. I've had, I've had a few experiences. Maybe at the end of the show we will share i think we should our experiences okay at the myrtles well welcome one and welcome all we are so glad to have you here with us in cozy corner or saint francisville louisiana (laughs) take your pick um it's it's always a treat to do the show and we have a pretty good movie tonight i Mm -hmm. think we do i think we have a pretty good movie but before we get to tonight's pretty good movie i'd like to welcome all of you to the show that's right especially louisiana public broadcasting deputy director matt tessier I graduated high school with Matt. Great guy. He's a great guy. He really loved the Dracula AD 1972 episode that we released recently. Thank you for listening. And he thanked us because we said that he's not a hippie. (laughs) And you're welcome. We as a public broadcasting deputy director, Matt Tesse, he's not a hippie. Nope. I don't think he's a fortune teller either, though. That I don't think so. That ties in to tonight's film, doesn't it? From 2000, we have the Sam Raimi-directed movie, The 
gift. This was written by Billy Bob Thornton and his frequent collaborator, Tom Epperson. They are the brains behind Sling Blade, the critically acclaimed and award-winning film that uh, really helped launch Billy Bob to national you know, mm-hmm. uh, prominence. So he was a character actor before that. He was doing okay. You'd see him in some things. You wouldn't recognize him. Now you go back and you go, oh, there's Billy Bob. But Sling Blade's the one. Billy Sling Bob. Blade is the movie that really catapulted him into the stratosphere. He wrote this. Allegedly, his mother was gifted, had psychic traits, and this is based a little bit on her. This okay. was directed by Sam Raimi. He's one of the great names, isn't he? He is. He is responsible for the Evil Dead, uh, that trilogy, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. And he's done films in a lot of different genres, too. But uh, we've done uh, Evil Dead, the first one on this on this show, and we did Drag mm-hmm. Me to Hell, didn't we? We did. And he's most famous to mainstream audiences for his Spider-Man trilogy, uh, the Tobey Maguire movies from mm-hmm. the 2000. And those movies, along with Superman from 1978 and Tim Burton's Batman from 1989, are really the cornerstones upon which the modern superhero genre was built. Mm -hmm. So for better or for worse, (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll talk a little bit about that tonight, but uh, Sam Raimi directed this movie and it stars the Academy Award winning Kate Blanchett. She plays the, uh, the lady with the gift with the titular gift. She's a fortune teller named Annie. She lives in a small Georgia town. A lot of people in this movie. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, people of people in this movie. We've got Giovanni Ribisi. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about him tonight. Faith and I, we 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 have a soft <laughs> spot for Giovanni Ribisi, and we'll tell you why <laughs> tonight. <laughs> We've got the one and only Keanu Reeves. He's uh, well, he's something. He's isn't he? terrifying. He's scary in this. That's right. We've got Katie Holmes. She's scary mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> she has a nose ring now. You seen this? <laughs> Oh, Ooh, she's disturbing. got a nose ring. We've got uh, Gary Cole, uh, one of our you know, great character actors. He's on NCIS, uh, the, uh, the main NCIS mm-hmm. now. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff, maybe most famously to people of a certain age, Office Space, which is a, which is a really funny movie. He's, he's great. Uh, who else do we have here? I feel like I'm forgetting someone. You are. We, you're forgetting two people. We've got J.K. Simmons, who played uh, oh, J. Jonah Jameson in uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. And we also have Rosemary Harris, who played Aunt May mm-hmm. in those same movies. We've and got uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. We're going to talk a little bit about her tonight, too. And there's one more. Who, who we got? Greg. Greg Kinnear. Kinnear. There you Greg. go. Greg Greg Kinnear. There are a lot of people in this there movie. Are, to it's think it's about a it. really good cast, isn't it? It is. And frequent Sam Raimi music uh, collaborator Danny Elfman did not score this movie, but he does make a cameo appearance as a fiddler in the movie, so that's kind of cool, and I did not know it was him. I didn't either. I did not know <laughs> it was him until we looked it up. So let's get right to it. Um, if you haven't seen the movie... I. What's the statute of limitations? This movie's 23 years old now. I think it's okay to, to spoil it. I think so. A little bit. Okay. Um, with that said, this movie did not do much when it came out, and it got mixed reviews upon its release. It did not make a lot of money at all. Interesting. Didn't, didn't do well at all. Talk about that. I have a few ideas maybe why it, why it didn't do what it could have when right. it came out. But uh, what do you think of The Gift? And uh, let's... For, before we get to that, uh, real quick, she is a, uh, a psychic. She reads tarot cards, Kate Blanchett does in this movie. And the police come to her when Katie Holmes' character goes missing. She's a socialite, 
and she is engaged to Greg Kinnear's character, and she goes missing, and Kate Blanchett has visions. These visions implicate Keanu Reeves' character, who is a very angry redneck. He's terrifying in this movie. We'll talk about uh, Ted Theodore Logan in just a minute. <laughs> and um, that's really the nuts and bolts of it. So she gets involved in this uh, in this murder investigation, and then come to find out she believes that they don't have the right person so and uh it's a southern it's set in a small southern town in in georgia so it's got Mm -hmm. that kind of southern gothic thing going on a little bit it's also a very winning combination of uh uh, thriller horror and uh mystery Mystery. so we've got some cool stuff what do you think of the gift uh this was a first time watch and i liked it a lot it's very mysterious it's got some darkness in there i like i liked it a lot more than i thought i would I liked it a lot, too. To tell you how far back I go with this movie, I rented this movie on VHS back in the day. This would have been one of the last movies I rented on VHS because it wasn't soon after uh, I got a DVD player. Mm -hmm. So this was, yeah, Yeah. like (laughs) that's how far back it goes. And I remembered the ending. I remembered what happened. I remember who did it. We'll hold off on that a little bit. Right. Um, And... I like this quite a bit, and I like the movie because it is a winning mixture of horror, mystery, and thriller. Mm-hmm. And she has a line in the film about uh, bind, uh, body, mind, and soul, and I feel like that applies to the elements that are working here in the movie. And, and oh, yeah. I feel like they're perfectly aligned. I don't feel like one overtakes the other in this movie. No. I feel like the mystery is consistent throughout and is engaging. It would have worked just as a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um but then the thriller aspect, it would have worked as a thriller. And then it also, um, the elements of horror, I think, are so well done. And it's not overdone. Right. They don't hit you over the head with it. Yeah. It's, it's very tasteful in a very way. Very <laughs> tasteful and of the piece. Mm-hmm. Everything feels very in character for the movie. And, yeah. and what I liked about the horrific bits is we're experiencing the horrific bits through Annie, played by Kate Blanchett, through her eyes. And that makes them a little more real. It makes mm-hmm. it a little more visceral, a little more personal. And, and that's what I like about the movie. It's very personal. So it feels very personal. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie works without Kate Blanchett. Oh, no. So I don't this, think so. This movie uh, hits right in the middle between her becoming an international movie star with the movie Elizabeth, uh, that, where she played uh, Queen Elizabeth I from way back in the day. <laughs> she got an Oscar nomination for that. She appeared in a movie with Billy Bob Thornton called Pushing 10. It's a movie I like a whole lot, uh, 1999. And then this movie, and then she would go on to appear in the Lord of the Rings movies. So she'd go on to really big things. Sam Raimi would go on to really big things. So mm-hmm. you've got, you got them hanging out together here. But um, So she was well-regarded, but I don't think she was quite known. Mm-hmm. And this, she is very good in this. Oh, she's great. Because this doesn't work without her. No, what's sad is I haven't seen a lot of her films. And watching this makes me want to go and watch some stuff that she's in. Because she was really good. She carried this movie. Like It doesn't work without her. This movie could have very easily gotten into territory where uh, it could have felt like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, oh yeah. And if she had played that. this... Uh, there's a lot of different ways maybe she could have played this mm-hmm. and if she'd ventured too far out it would have it wouldn't have been very believable and mm-hmm. as it is as kind of out there as this idea is it's so grounded because of her performance because this is and and what's great about it the script helps her out because her husband has has died 
and you understand through the death of the husband, A, that she's struggling. She has three kids, so she's struggling to make ends meet. She's doing readings for people, these tarot readings. She can't charge for that, but she can take donations. That's how she's helping to make ends meet with her gift. And also, it... Um, yeah, I was going somewhere with this. <laughs> Damn heat and saying it's the Myrtles. The Myrtles is, is yeah. There, it, there's a, the spirits the don't spirits don't want me to speak of the movie. No, <laughs> but but there's a, there's a groundedness to it, and it could have been completely ridiculous. Yeah. And and I feel that there's enough in the script that keeps her very grounded, and she herself grounds mm-hmm. this. And what I love about her performance is she's from New Zealand, I believe, and she sounds like she's from the South, and she actually mm-hmm. sounds like she's from the South. Yes, it's not a... Which is a problem I have with a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. And if I have a criticism of this movie, it's that this is movie South. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Movie South. You know what I'm talking I about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who's the worst offender of movie South? We've, we've talked about movie South on the show. There was one movie in particular mm-hmm. and one actor. Who was it, Faith? Oh, Alex Skarsgård. I always forget his name. Was it Peter? Peter. Peter, Peter? Peter Sarsgaard. Did I call him Alex? Okay, is it there an Alex? There is an Alex, okay, yeah. Okay, I get them confused. Peter, yeah, there's Whatever. a bunch of those Sarsgaards <laughs> out there. Uh, Whoever he is, from the Skeleton, skeleton Key. Skeleton okay? Key, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. We are from the South. Some might even say the Deep South. I mean. Uh, well, the case could be made. Yeah. I mean, we're just a hop, skip, and jump from the Gulf of exactly. Mexico. So. <laughs> It's definitely deep south. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one of those things. And I'm sure it's like that for people all over the world, whatever region you're from. You know, you yeah. hear you hear these accents, and, and this this is there's some offenders in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. There are. There's some offenders. She does. She really does do a good job, though. Yeah, absolutely, like, she does. Really good job. She sounds like she could be my neighbor. You know, like she <laughs> she looks like she could be mm-hmm. your neighbor. She feels like she could be your neighbor. That's, I that, think that's what you were saying earlier too about acting. her grounding it. Like yeah. she, she's not like a loony, you know. Like she feels very real, even yeah. though she's having all these images. Like she, even even with the supernatural stuff, it's very it's real. It's very real. It doesn't yeah. feel like oh she's crazy or right. anything like that. Right. The other actress in this movie who sounds very real, we didn't mention her at the beginning, and we should have because she's one of my favorite actresses. I love this woman dearly. It's Kim Dickens, and she plays her friend in the movie. Mm-hmm. And her accent sounds completely yeah. authentic because I think that's her real accent that she's using <laughs> in the movie. Is she from the South? I think she is. Let's look her up right now. I'm going to look her up right now. But um, yeah, movie, movie South, that's, uh, that's something. Do we know where Billy Bob is from? Arkansas. Arkansas, okay. He's from Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. He uh the the South itself in the movie feels very real. Just some of the uh She's from Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, she she <laughs> Then yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that that's her real, real accent. Yeah. <laughs> I always I've always liked her. Um she could have she could have played uh the main character of Annie oh, yeah. in this. She really could have. Mm-hmm. She's that good. And I think it would have been just fine. But, you know, Kate Blanchett really brings something. We could have probably used some more of her. She, I think she, so. She's yeah. in a, you know, a good bit, but I, I think feel so, like more yeah. of her would have been nice. I, I, I agree with you. We have a really good supporting cast in this movie. Like some really big names mm-hmm. show up. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with the one I think is maybe the most um, uh, interesting in that you don't see him this way a lot. Keanu Reeves, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Right. Playing the uh, wife beater. The wife beater, Donnie Barksdale, yes. in this movie. He's married to Hilary Swank's character. And um, we we uncovered a really neat uh, little bit of trivia about the two of them. You want to tell them what we found out about Hilary Swank and Keanu Reeves, how they prepared for this? Yeah, to prepare, they actually went to like couples therapy, like counseling to kind of, you know, get in that mindset. And that's pretty cool. Right. And, and they did it together from mm-hmm. what I read, which I thought was really cool. And then one of the things they were trying to understand was why it happens and why the women, because it, it is unfortunately 9.9 times out of 10, uh, the man doing, doing the abuse. There are, there are some exceptions out there. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's how it shakes out. And, but also they wanted to understand why these women stay with these men. Yeah. Fear's a hell of a motivator, I guess. <laughs> I feel like there's more to it. I, I, I do too. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not making light of that. No. Here. Well, she even it. says in the movie when he, he does get arrested, that she's afraid to be alone. Yeah. So you know that's. I feel like that kind of ties into that. Like. And it ties into the to the theme of the film too. Yeah. And we'll we'll get we'll get into that too. Um. He's scary. He really. He is. is scary as hell in this movie. He's scary to men, women, and children. I mean. Yeah. I was worried he was going to do something to the dog, too. I know. I really I was. I was, too. Um, there's a scene where he's antagonizing one of her children, one of Kate Blanchett's children, and he and I don't know who his buddy is driving the, the car. They pull up, and he starts engaging him in a conversation, and he says, you know, where are you going? He says, I'm going to the store, and he goes, you won't get in a truck. And there's so much... There's just behind so much, that, yeah. like what was what? What are your intentions? What are your intentions? It's right? Very dark. Very dark. Don't like it. Very dark. Uh, he's incredible in this movie. He okay, is. but what'd you think of his southern movie accent? Eh, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It was a variation <laughs> of his southern movie accent from uh, uh was that The Devil's Advocate? <laughs> I don't think I saw it. Oh, that. you never saw it? I don't think oh, so. Oh, oh, we got to do that soon. I mean, uh, it didn't upset me. Yeah, where he so. plays a he plays a Florida lawyer. Oh boy. And he gets uh recruited by Al Pacino, who's the devil, to go work oh. in his firm. And he kind of talks like that. Yeah, it's the same. It's it's oh a little boy. variation. I will say this, what what tripped me out with Keanu was he looked the part. He did. He looked <laughs> the part of a good old boy. He, he did. really did, man. He was that was that for was, a split second you forget it's him. Like not even joking, you kinda he kinda fades and it's just like yeah. this character is Yeah. It's like him. It's it's weird. There was a there was a period of time where it was very fashionable to make fun of him. Um mm-hmm. for his perceived lack of abilities um and i get it i get it you know because he he, he enters public consciousness as bill uh, as ted in mm-hmm. bill and ted you know uh kind of stoner surfer dude type thing yeah. and, uh, and i don't think it's too far off from his real personality uh, and, and what i what i mean by that is sweet you know he's, he's a he sweet seems very sweet guy. laid back i feel like he likes to stay to himself it seems yeah. like he's just, very grounded yeah. he's, he's very cool yeah um, you know, a lot of people made fun of his accent in Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, where he's doing an English accent at, or something approximating an English accent. <laughs> and uh, but, but it's it's been fashionable to to make fun of him. You know, everything. You know, whoa. You yeah. Know, you know, that kind of thing. 
And uh, and he's coming off of the Matrix here. So, I mean, the Matrix had come out the year before. So, I mean, big, mm-hmm. big mega hit, changed movies and, and all this. And here he is doing this this kind of cool character turn. Uh, what do you think of, of Keanu as an actor? Because I love him. I, yeah. I always have. Yeah. And I think it's like more him, too. I feel like I just get a good vibe off of him. So I enjoy watching him. You get a great vibe off of him. I do, too. And uh, he, to me, is one of the very few movie stars left. I feel like he's mm-hmm. one of the guys like, like Keanu Tate Reeves Park. is in a movie. Yeah. You, you, you go. It's like Tom Cruise. Tom you know? Cruise. Yeah. 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 Um, it was Harrison for, for a minute. Yeah. You know, he's Harrison Ford's just, you know, going to be 81 yeah. shortly. But uh, no, I like him. I like him here. I like, I like what he's doing. I like that. Uh, I like that. He's playing this, this evil, creepy redneck bastard and he's doing it very well. Oh Yeah. You know, and, and what I like about the character is, you know, he, he seems like such a nice guy. There's no, a lot of times when you get these great actors who are also nice people, allegedly, you know, nice people, <laughs> you can kind of see a little glimmer of, you know, re- redemption, you know, redeeming quality. Yeah. Not in this guy. No. There's no redeeming quality <laughs> Not at in all. this guy. He is paired up. Uh, he has some great scenes with Kate Blanchett. He, he more than holds his own with Kate Blanchett in this mm-hmm. movie. And I'm going to tell you. He threatens a lot in this movie. Yeah. And anytime he threatens someone in this movie, it's very visceral. It's it's very real. Let me, can I add something to his character real quick? Yeah. It's like with her, he calls her a Satan worshiper and and she's the devil. Like, like man, you are d- darker than she is. Like, <laughs> you yeah. beat women. Beats like. women, even ones that aren't his wife, uh, threatens children. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, she's Isn't just that interesting? she's just pulling cards and reading Isn't them. That like, interesting, yeah. She's not technically harming anybody. I and what's think. and what's funny is he's mad at her because she has insinuated to Hillary Swank, who plays his wife in the movie, that she needs to leave him, which she does. Which and yeah, most, makes, most people would probably give you that advice if you're getting, you know, beat up by somebody. And that's what really puts him over the edge. Yeah. It's like, man, you, you can't, you cannot call her that yeah. and be who you are. Because yeah. you are full of hate and darkness. Like, goodness gracious. Don't you get in my personal business. It's like, <laughs> man, you're, you're going to kill that woman, you know, know, at some point. She's just, I think, trying to protect her, you know, get out while you can before he maybe kills you. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Donnie Barksdale, played by Keanu Reeves, he is indeed married to Valerie Barksdale, played by a two-time Academy Award winner, Hilary Swank. Hilary Swank won Academy Awards for the movies uh, Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby. She can currently be seen on the television series Alaska Daily, I believe is the name of the show, mm-hmm. Alaska Daily. I watched one or two episodes of it. She's very good in it. And what I love about the show is that it's shedding light on the abduction of Native women in Alaska, uh, human trafficking mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And anytime anyone addresses that subject, that is aces with yeah, me. All on board. Hillary Swank is also a huge advocate for uh, dogs. Mm-hmm. And, I love it. And yeah, oh, she seems, she seems like a... Good people. She seems like good people, like yeah. a righteous babe. Uh, she's also the subject of a uh, uh, discussion in an episode of The Office whether she's hot or not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give my answer based off of this movie, with because of her hair. I'm going to say no in this instance because that haircut. Oh my god. She has a mullet 
That is overachieving. It's terrible. This mullet is overachieving. It reminded me. There's like little wings on the side too. Like the bangs come out on the side and they're like. If Marky Post from Night Court's haircut when she played uh, Christine Sullivan, public defender, had taken human growth hormone supplements. (laughs) This thing has a mind of its own. And we were watching this and I paused the movie and I looked over at Faith and I said, and, and, and like. It was right on her too, uh-huh. like, and it was like an unflattering <laughs> shot because I personally, I, I fall not in this movie, but I fall on no Hillary Swank, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's She's what I'm hot. saying. I'm yeah, basing it on wrong. this movie alone yeah. because a- of the hair. A- ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with Hillary Swank. Um, <laughs> it was the most unflattering shot, and I looked over at Faith and I said, "She looks like she belongs on the website People of Walmart." <laughs> and you're not lying. Like are, are, are you all out there familiar with People of Walmart? Faith, you're familiar oh, with yeah. People of Walmart. What is People of Walmart? Well, it's a website. Dedicated. To the people of Walmart and not the workers of Walmart. No, no. The people who look like they shop at Walmart. Yes. The, yes. Well, the people know. who actually are shopping at yeah, Walmart. Yeah, the people who yeah, are people, shopping. Because aren't all the pictures from inside the yes. Walmart? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in here. I have, I have a quick uh, people of Walmart story. I was in uh, one of my local Walmarts one morning at about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. I am a musician. I, I, I work. I'm a, I am a working musician. So what does that mean for those of you out there who, who, who don't know what that means? It means I gig. I gig a lot. And, you know, sometimes I have to travel. Sometimes I'm out late. This was uh, coming back from out of town. I was starving. The only thing open at that time, you know, was Walmart and mm-hmm. they have a nice little deli, <laughs> you know, selection. Mm-hmm. So I was in there, I was buying, buying this sandwich and, you know, probably like something to drink or whatever. And, and they had two women who had a long conversation about a friend of theirs that had a baby and they were doing this from opposite ends of the store. <laughs> she, Sheila had her baby, really healthy, healthy baby. Oh man. Healthy baby. It's three o'clock and I'm just like, shut up. I know. <laughs> you know, her haircut definitely, yeah. Yeah, one of those women had that haircut, yeah. <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah, that, hair, that haircut. That haircut needs a name. It's just, it's so, like, unflattering and just untamed looking. Like. I wonder I wonder what she thought about that haircut. I wonder, I wonder what she thought about that wig. I know. It almost had, like... Where, she's from Podunk. Podunk. She's she. Where is she from originally? She's from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. So I would bet that she. Have a lot of mullets in Nebraska. Uh, when I, I was there, so. when I was there in '01, yeah, there sure were. I would think so. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure she's familiar with. Maybe well, maybe she was. In, you know, she's like, hey, maybe I should have a mullet, like from my hometown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, like, you know, she put the mullet on. You know, they talk about how you put on the clothes. You know, and then mm-hmm. you kind of become the character. If it was yeah. like. The mullet. Mm-hmm. The mullet is what put her over the top. She reminded me of like Gilman or something. Like, I don't know, just the way that the hair. It framed her face really weird. It was weird. It's like she was a, I don't know, some creature. It was just strange. Because I really, I really do. I think, I, I think she's, she's a pretty girl. And oh, like yeah. this, like completely. It didn't even look like her. No, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 she looked like um, some kind of weird redneck mutant. You know, it was, it was strange. You know. <laughs> 
Now, with that said, the scene there's a scene where she takes off her sunglasses because she'd been beat on by the Donnie Barksdale character. Mm-hmm. And man, the makeup in this movie was really I great know. because she looked like she had really been she she'd been hit. Yeah. yeah. And that's a point I want to make about this movie. The violence in this movie is so real. Mm-hmm. And the consequences of the violence are real. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we were talking about that balance between mystery and thriller and horror. And, and that, you know, I think that plays into it because it's grounded. It's, it's, it's kind of an outlandish premise a little bit. I don't think it's too outlandish because these kind of things do happen with psychics yeah. helping police you know solve uh murders and whatnot um but you know but it it grounds it even more you know you feel like we were talking about with Keanu Reeves when he hits um Kate Blanchett he hits her in the gut in one scene and man I felt it uh he hit Katie Holmes at one point in the movie and you feel that ironically you never see him hit Hillary Swank I don't think I thought, you. Act- I thought he hit her at. He did. He did. He Kate did. Kate Blanchett's house. Swing. Like yeah. He dragged her across. He dragged her. Yeah. By that hair. Yeah. <laughs> dragged her by yeah. that hair. But really, check out Marky Post uh, haircut from uh, Night Court uh, in the mid '80s, and uh, you'll see that uh, Hillary Swank's wig is definitely Christine Sullivan's hair on. I feel like I need HGH. to go look at her hair. Yeah, you look it up. I will right. introduce. Who would you like to talk about next in our cast? You pick. Well, uh, let's save the best for last. So let's uh, kind of go around the uh, real quick. Uh, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes was on uh, uh, what's that show? Dawson's Creek at the time. And I'm I'm not a I'm not a that's that's Faith is currently holding up the picture of Hillary Swank. <laughs> that, that hair needs a name. It really does. In fact, I'm going to use that picture. That's going to be the uh, profile pic for this episode on a on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. We got Katie Holmes playing socialite Jessica King. She's the girl that goes missing that that starts all of the shenanigans here. Uh, what do you think of uh, Katie Holmes? Uh, she plays a very not very nice character here, and it uh, it it at times seemed like she wasn't acting. I swear, I was just about to say the same thing. I was going to say no offense, but. I don't really feel like that's far off from who she is. Yeah, it, it wasn't a very like, nice character. I'm not a Katie Holmes fan. Nah, I'm sorry. Nah, we don't either. usually bash people, you know, but nah. I just don't. I don't like her. I don't, I don't like either. Movies, so I just don't. So I, I don't feel either. like this no, is. And no offense to anyone no, that has no, a no. nose ring out there, but uh, she's been sporting a nose ring recently. <laughs> she she directed them. I saw her recently. I was like, what are you doing? Because she's my age. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at the time of this recording, I'm 44 years old. And I mean, yeah, it's like, ugh. It's like most people who have it when they're older have had it for a while. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's just been there. Yeah. But I, got a, I got a good friend of mine. She has, uh, where's the little stud, mm-hmm. you know? And it, I mean, I had one for years, but my nose just she sucks. And, and she's she's worn it since uh, since I've known her for 24, 25 years now. Yeah, so I'm yeah. saying it's like it's kind of, it's been there. By the way, same friend. Same friend, speaking of Sam Raimi, had a very funny experience. Uh She's not much of a horror movie fan, this friend of mine. <laughs> but she likes the Evil Dead movies because they're kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, totally, I get yeah. it. And she went and saw the new Evil Dead movie that's out, and she thought it was going to be funny, <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. And apparently it did a number on her. She, she, <laughs> she didn't sleep well. <laughs> uh, I've seen some like little... Yeah. Pictures and stuff from yeah. it. It does look a it, little... It looks a little... A little dark. A little dark. A little yeah. creepy. 
Uh, yeah, Katie was good. Greg Kinnear's solid. I'm a I'm a Greg Kinnear fan. He's great in everything. Always. He he really is. Mm-hmm. He really is. I used to love him. Uh, he hosted Talk Soup on uh, E Entertainment. You know, this was in the days. I'm dating myself now. In the days before the YouTube, in the <laughs> days before the internet, we didn't know what the internet was. What the hell is that? We don't know. No clue. <laughs> but uh, Talk Soup, they would compile all the best uh, clips from from that week's uh, talk shows. And he hosted, and he was smarmy and and arrogant and sarcastic, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> and it's totally not who he is. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't think that's who he is. But no, he seems cool. He was really great in this because there's a you know you know a little misdirect with his character. Yeah, there is. Uh, very quickly, Gary Cole's another one. He's always, He's always good. Great. Uh, Rosemary Harris, who played Aunt May in Spider Man. Makes a very small appearance here as Annie's grandmother in a little vision scene, and um, she would go on to be in Spider-Man. So, so I imagine that's probably where he got the idea to cast her. J.K. Simmons, who played uh, Jam- J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man, Academy Award-winning J.K. Simmons is in this. He plays the sheriff. Uh, Pearl Johnson, love J.K. Me too. Just working, working dude. Mm-hmm. Just a working dude. He's one of those who that's just always so good in anything he's in. Yeah, yeah. Whether he's playing. Uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson or Commissioner Gordon in the in the Justice League movie uh, mm-hmm. and, and and countless other things on television. He's he's, he's always good. He is. He's always good. Or in those it's always uh, a welcome sight when you see yes. that he's in a movie or Or in those or uh, farmers, uh, was it farmers yeah. insurance yeah. commercials? He's in. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> we also have another great character actor, Chelsea Ross, who plays Kenneth King. That's a uh, Katie Holmes' uh, dad. He's he's. One of those guys, he pops up in, in so much stuff. I've seen him in something uh, I can't. Major League is maybe what he's best known for, the 1989 movie Major League. He also mm-hmm. pops up in 1986's Hoosiers. He, you, you, he's I one of those like guys. I saw him in something recently. I, I feel like can't. we watched him in something yeah. recently. Yeah, I can't, I can't quite I can't call place it. it. Uh, Michael Jeter, the late Michael Jeter, uh, plays the uh, defense attorney for Keanu Reeves' character, uh, Gerald Weems. And uh, great, slimy performance. Yeah. Um, Everybody in this movie is really great. Mm-hmm. His accent was really good. Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't a uh, movie Southern. J.K. Simmons, I didn't feel, was movie Southern. Uh, Rosemary Harris didn't do movie Southern. Gary Cole put a little uh, affectation on, but I didn't feel like it was anything. Uh, I don't feel like Greg Kinnear, really. Greg Kinnear did not. Yeah, I don't think. He did yeah. not put anything on. Katie Holmes did. Yeah. <laughs> that was movie Southern. Mm-hmm. That was movie Southern. Okay, here we go. You ready? Let's talk about yes. him. It's time to talk about him. Oh, boy. One of Annie's uh, clients, a gentleman named uh, Buddy Cole. He's played by the one and only Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> That's right. Giovanni Ribisi's in the movie. Oh, boy. I just don't know how to feel about Giovanni Ribisi. I don't either. <laughs> he's um, he's a unique presence, to say the least. Um. So he's always a unique presence. Like, he's a completely unique presence. I mean, it's really not to be rude, weird. But is there anything that he's like normal in? Ava- Avatar, maybe. Friends, he's strange. Avatar, I don't know. That sister movie, he's. Uh, yeah. Strange. So, so yeah. So when I think of Giovanni Ribisi, I'm just transported back to 1999, and I'm sitting in a dark movie theater. Probably waiting for Star Wars, The Phantom Menace to start, <laughs> to watch that for the seventh or eighth time. <laughs> and there I am. And the trailer for the Gary Marshall movie, The Other Sister, pops up. 
What is the other sister? Well, it's a 1999 romantic comedy drama from Gary Marshall, the man behind such hit shows as Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, and the movie Pretty Woman. He gave us Julia Roberts. Thank you, Gary Marshall. Thank you for that. <laughs> and what is the other sister about? Well, it's about Juliette Lewis. That's right, Juliette Lewis. And she plays Carla Tate. Carla Tate is a special needs lady. She's the other sister. Her other two sisters have gotten married, but she falls in love. And her overbearing mother, played by Diane Keaton, really doesn't like that. Tom Skerritt, he plays her dad. Giovanni Ribisi plays Daniel, (laughs) the apple of her eye, her love interest in the movie. I cannot tell you how much I love this movie. (coughs) I love this movie. (laughs) We talk about movie Southern. Mm-hmm. That is movie special needs. Yeah. yeah. That is movie special Both of them. needs. Both of them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I lived for that trailer. Well, that's why I'm like, is there anything that he's like not kind of weak? Like, I, I'm not saying special Every needs. time I'm saying, but this he movie, opens he's his a little, mouth. you know, eccentric. Friends, he's strange. Like, he's always just doing something out there. Uh, <laughs> he was in the Sofia Coppola movie, Lost in Translation, the movie that uh, Bill Murray starred in. And he played uh, Scarlett Johansson's husband in that, and it's the same thing. It's 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 just a little a little off, a little odd. I mean, maybe that's his thing, but it's like... It might be, yeah. You know. yeah. Um, no, you don't understand how much I love the other sister. <laughs> I, 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 I want to watch this movie. I lived for that trailer. And him in that movie, and I mean, no, look, listen, I have, my my niece is is special needs, so I don't want you to think that's what, yeah. it, it's like Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. They're not making fun. No, no, no. You know, of, uh, you know, of the of the minority, they're making fun of actors, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and he does this, he does this, he talks, he talks like this, you know, he just, he kind of, he kind of mumbles, you know, it's content, content. And then Juliet Lewis is, is not much better. Oh, boy. I love Daniel. Yeah, it's so patronizing. <laughs> it's so patronizing. So I never saw the movie. And then about 10 or 12 years ago, I was up one night. It was a Friday. And I think I'd come in from playing. Maybe it was from that Walmart trip I talked about <laughs> earlier. And it had just started on like TBS. And it's like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, this is that movie. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. How did you feel afterwards? Dirty. <laughs> it's understood. Dirty. I want to watch it. Oh, I just, I find it patronizing. Mm. I find that so offensive. <laughs> I really do. I mean, the trailer alone, yeah. I yeah, right? felt that. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe we'll play it at the end of the show. Maybe so. <laughs> Stay tuned after like the little outro music because you get a big surprise. <laughs> get a big surprise. Um, he was weird in this too, right? Yes. He did convey his character's emotional pain, though. Yeah, he did. He really did. I felt. I felt that. Mm-hmm. I felt that. And uh, no, props to him. He was really good in this. He yeah. I, yeah. I, he tried to set his daddy on fire. Yeah, fire. Fire. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, it, but that was every, pretty cool. everything everything's a variation of of that Daniel character from the other sister. It really is. Yeah, it's just like it's either the Daniel character, Colin Tate, Colin Tate, Colin Tate. That's what he does in that movie. <laughs> and 
and uh, Frank Jr. from uh, Friends. Yes, yes. I'm gonna have babies. Like it's, it, I don't know. Didn't don't, he like? Didn't he like to set things on fire? He did. Yeah. What was it? I feel like it was something specific. Well, he got in trouble for that. I don't. I don't. I don't or, know. Or he liked to melt things. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he, he set he set this movie on fire. Yes. He really did. And his no, daddy. He was, he was, and his daddy. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So let's talk about uh, maybe some of the themes in the movie. Um, what do you think about the the reading aspect? Oh, by the way, before we go on, a little bit of trivia. They uh, wanted Billy Bob Thornton to play that role that he played, that Giovanni Ribisi played. Okay. That would have been good. It would. would have been powerful. I wonder why he didn't do it. Um, probably because he knew 20, 23 years in the future that I, I would need the opportunity to talk about the other sister. That's true. On this show. That's so true. Billy Bob was. He was looking out uh, for us. He, he really was. <laughs> I love Billy Bob. We'll talk about Billy Bob at the end. Um, so the reading, the reading is a big part of this. And um, what do you, you think about the reading part? What do you think about readings in, 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 in general? I don't know how I really feel about them, to be honest. I, I've never done one. I, I, I see people on the Internet do them. Um, I mean, I guess I'm open to the idea. I think there are some genuinely gifted people out there who yeah. who, who, who do these things and, and mean well. Right. Uh, there's a lady we follow on uh, Instagram who, who does them. Uh, I don't know if she does readings, but she's she's psychic and, yeah. and, and open and just wonderful person. And uh, Born Awake Oracle, follow her if you're not yes. following her. Be prepared. Be prepared to have your eyes opened mm-hmm. to some truth. But um, no, so there, I know that there are people like her out there. Absolutely. I also know there are charlatans out there. And it's really weird because I, I believe in it. I, I no, definitely I believe I in too. the power of the force. Okay. You know, yeah, I, yeah. there is a mystical energy uh, present around us all the time. You know, some people call it the universe, Holy Spirit, whatever, whatever it is you call it. But there is, there is an energy field mm-hmm. around us that George Lucas so eloquently called the force. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there are people out there who use this power for good. There are charlatans out there. And I do feel that we, we as individuals, we have power within us, you know, and, and what, what was really taking me aback was like how many people were like addicted to the readings in this yes. movie. You know, they're like, you have to, I can't make a move if you don't read me. It's like, well, follow your intuition, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, yeah. And, and I didn't feel like she was a charlatan because while she would do the reading, she was always counseling them like, to step into their own power, right. you know, whether it be leaving your abusive husband or in the case of Giovanni Ribisi's character, like you need to be getting help for whatever this mental, you know, yeah. this mental issue you're, there's a reason you're going through this mental issue mm-hmm. and we need to get to you the help. bottom of it. There was a great scene right at the beginning that tells you everything you need to know about Annie in this movie. When somebody comes in and he's having, and she goes, Oh, you're having some pain. She goes, I'll read for you, but you need to go see a doctor because this could this could get worse. And I don't like going to see doctors. Do you want me to call a doctor for you? And she and she does it, you know. Yeah. Very kind hearted person. So I don't feel the movie is uh, demonizing the reading Mm-mm. so much as maybe it's uh, maybe maybe, you know, relying, you know, using it as a crutch. Right. I feel like if you're going to do a reading, I feel like maybe just do it like, I don't know, don't do it that often. Don't rely on it. Don't, you know, base your whole. I think I think if you get to the point where you can't make a decision, you know, without 
without having someone, you know, uh, cards do mm-hmm. it for you. I, I, no. Yeah. You, no. You've gone a little too far with but, it. But there is. I, I do believe there is merit. There oh, is yeah. merit in, in that. Absolutely. And, and again, there are people out there who are working, you know, uh, mm-hmm. genuinely gifted and uh, working for people's good. Oh, yeah. Know, like, like she is. And I like, I like that about, about this character. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not a charlatan. Mm-mm. And she's only using it for her own highest good, for the highest good of the people, mm-hmm. people around her. Great. It's a great hook, right? I know. It's a great hook. Uh, what else? What else in the movie? You know, it addresses abuse quite a bit. Abuse is a very prevalent of, of, the, of uh, the domestic, the sexual. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, I mean, abuse is abuse, but it, it, it you know, yeah. it really, it really gets, gets to that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you have to overcome abuse and abuse can make you snap you know yeah. it's, it's really dealing with these unhealed traumas yeah it seems to be what this yeah. what this is about which brings me to why i think this movie didn't do as well as it could have because it's coming out just a year and change after another movie that dealt with some of these things the sixth sense mm. and it, i don't feel like it carries that kind of weight it doesn't mm-hmm. the the twist isn't as as heavy you know yeah. as the sixth sense and this movie, I, I remember getting compared to The Sixth Sense because everything that had a little bit of mystery and supernatural to it was, was getting compared sense. to The Sixth Sense, yeah, for good or bad. And um, I think that's maybe it came out a little too 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 close after, I you know? I can see that. And maybe it's not as horrific enough for some people who are looking for like more of a straight horror movie. And then maybe for the people who are looking for like a mystery thriller, maybe it's a little too horrific. You know, I think it, it, it was... You know, it was checking boxes that maybe people weren't ready for it to check. I, I, maybe. I'm, I'm hypothesizing here, but it got really mixed reviews when it came out. It's interesting. I don't know oh, why, because the movie is very, very well done, mm-hmm. and it feels, still feels pretty fresh, you yeah. know. And and I like the the mystery element, and I like the horror element. I like all the elements. You know, mm-hmm. I like the way they're working. I, I like, I like ultimately what the movie says about you have to let go of trauma. Mm-hmm. And you have to let go of the past. And, I, and there's this uh, there's this great lady on YouTube named Christina Lopes, and she talks about you know one of the things that we talk about so often in society is you know, you got to let go, you got to let go, right? Like mm-hmm. that that's the thing, right? You got to yeah, let, let go. Just let it go, get rid of it. Just mm-hmm. let it go, get rid of it. There's a inherent danger in that because whatever the issue is that you're that you're needing to let go of you see oh let it go we haven't healed it you haven't learned from it yet right you haven't processed it Mm -hmm. and i i went down the rabbit hole on her videos and just uh she's amazing check check her out and we talk about people working for people's highest good and using their gifts Mm -hmm. for to help help the world this this lady is one of them yeah one of them for sure and She's very cool. She runs this uh, retreat in uh, Portugal. She has a, a, a center over there where she does retreats, but she makes videos, and this this content is all free. You know, she's not selling you something. She wants, and she presents this information in such a matter of fact way, mm-hmm. and and from a uh, physical and technological standpoint, like what's going on, you know, with with certain. Uh, uh, problems and issues, why you have these problems and issues, why they keep popping back up. And she wants you to take this information so that you can incorporate it and heal, you know, from yeah. whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever whatever your issue is. 
And uh, kind of reminds me of Annie a little bit. Yeah, even yeah. though it's not as outspoken yeah. as, as the as as this great Christina Lopes. But um, you know, but she talks about if you don't heal that issue, you can't let it go, because it's just going to keep festering. It's it's yeah. gonna, you know, it's kind of like when you uh, when you have a surgery to remove uh, a cyst, you know. Mm-hmm. And they'll pop the cyst, and and you know that, that that cottage cheese will come out, and that's my favorite. And but if you don't remove the sack, it's going to mm-hmm. come back. And and that's what she's talking about. You know, let it go. And I feel like this movie is addressing that idea. Yeah. That you have to address the abuse head on, mm-hmm. and you can heal from it because she in the movie is dealing with the death of her her husband. Yeah, and she's not. And she's not addressing, addressing it. it. And it's and it's filtering into her life. Mm-hmm. It's filtering into her kid. Her kids are having problems yeah. with it because mom's not addressing dealing with it. Yeah. And mom's doing a hell of a job, you know, raising these three little young men. Mm-hmm. But mom's not dealing with the grief. Yeah. And uh, ultimately you have to deal with grief. Mm-hmm. And see, that's where we get in the comparisons with The Sixth Sense because this is a movie like The Sixth Sense. It's not just a creep show it's got something to say that we can all right. you know, latch on to. Mm-hmm. And, I, and so really good. I think unfairly maybe, maybe compared to The Sixth Sense. This is its own thing. It's, it's, it's Southern Gothic with a great haircut from Hilary Swank <laughs> and, uh, and uh, some movie Southern accents. Yeah. Yeah. That don't upset me too much. You know, it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've gotten so used to it. Um, I'm trying to think. What are some some of the some of the world class offenders of movies? Southern JFK, the JFK movie, Oliver Stone did that. That Kevin Costner did. Man, they got they got some stuff in. I never saw that. Oh my gosh, Michael Rooker. Uh, love Michael Rooker. Yon Yondu is that his name? Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue guy. Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, he plays one of Garrison because uh, Kevin Costner plays Jim Garrison in that movie. The guy who you know the only guy who brought the JFK. <laughs> Uh, assassination up to trial, you know, mm-hmm. to try and get the truth out there. And uh, more power to you, Jim, uh, right in New Orleans, Louisiana. And but anyway, Michael Rooker plays one of his investigators, and he's, he's, he says something in the movie like, uh, "Boss, I'm up to my elbows and crocodiles," like just oh like that. God. And I'm going, nobody here says crocodile. <laughs> we don't have crocodiles. We don't here. have. We have alligators. Yeah, alligators. <laughs> up to my elbows and crocodiles, boss. You mean to tell me Oswald walked alone? <laughs> it's it's just like it's enough to take you out of the movie, but then it becomes just so funny. I'm gonna yeah. start texting you like when I'm at work and be like, I'm just up to my elbows and crocodiles. It's just just so much. Awesome up to my elbows <laughs> and crocodiles. And uh Lori Metcalf, Aunt Jackie, you know, from Roseanne, uh-huh. she's in that movie too. You know? Oh boy. Boss, boss. <laughs> it's giving me the vapors. <laughs> Sounds like oh my god! Sounds like a bad community theater reading of Mama's Family or something, you know. <laughs> oh, I love that show. But like what people from like Altoona, Pennsylvania, think that people in the South <laughs> sound like, and I'm picking that because uh, I, I heard somebody on YouTube uh, some video that's. Uh, gentleman was from Altoona, and he was talking. He was very specific, you know. And like I would never even try, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, everybody has their little regional thing. I think everybody knows what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, the movie accent. Oh, you know? yeah. But it just seems to be so much more prevalent in, in these southern movies, though, because I think that's how we all talk about it. And I know we have accents. Yeah. You know, and I know people who aren't from here 
can hear our accents. We think we don't, but I mean, we don't talk like this. Like, no, we're not. Like oh my them. gosh, you know, and like uh, we we're talking about uh, Sarsgaard, Peter Sarsgaard in uh, the Skeleton Key. <laughs> Last ride, I got my law practice. You know, and it's just like, ooh, stop it. You know, just talk normally. Just because Greg Kinnear, like, he sounds like Blanche from the Golden Girls. He does. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what. Uh, why Kinnear? Why Kinnear was so good in this is because I didn't notice a lot of affectation on mm-hmm. him. It didn't take me out of the movie, Mm-mm. you know. No. <laughs> and even Keanu's little southern thing, you know, it, it was kind of okay, you know. But he was so present, you know. It's like he didn't. It that didn't take me out. You know? Yeah. Hillary Swank. Uh, she, she was. She did. She was doing bit. movie southern. Yeah. She was doing movie southern, but she it was. wasn't terrible. No, I mean her hair was. You know, was yeah. more of the focus. Oh my goodness, that hair! Than anything Wait, else. It needs a name. It does. It needs a name. Hmm. Uh, maybe it needs to be Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Maybe Blanche. Blanche. What was her name? Dubois. Was that her name? Devereaux. Devereaux. Yeah. Blanche Devereaux. Blanche Dubois. That was a. Uh, that's a uh, uh, streetcar named Desire. <laughs> Stella. Stella. <laughs> um. Final thoughts on uh, the gift. I just really enjoyed it. I did too. If you haven't seen it, I think you should watch it. I did too. I, I, I yeah, really did. We didn't talk about Billy Bob. Let's talk about Billy Bob oh, yeah. real quick. Uh, I love me some Billy Bob. I man. do too. Love me some Billy Bob. Billy Bob. My great uncle. I like this story. Oh yeah, I, have, I don't think I've told this story on the show, have I? Don't I don't think so. Have we done anything with Billy Bob in it? Um, not that I can think of. Me, yeah, me either. Okay, so real quick, this is a, this is a great story. Billy Bob Thornton was filming a movie around uh, the Baton Rouge area. He was in an area for those of you who are not from Louisiana called New Roads, which is uh, it's on the west side. Uh, you go over the Mississippi River from Baton Rouge, and you end up on the west bank. Mm-hmm. And it's we're a, like a few minutes from it, actually. <laughs> we we yeah, St. Francisville actually is just a few minutes from it. And uh, it's called False River because the Mississippi River, it, uh, it, it you know, as, as rivers correct themselves, it broke off. So there's this horseshoe lake that used to be a bend of the Mississippi River. Pretty cool. It's really cool mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but anyway, but it's, it's this community uh, right on the West Bank. And uh, they've got uh, fishing. I mean, a lot of people have camps there, you oh, know, fishing yeah. camps. And uh, Really just cool. I, I take always their boats out. Take their boats out, yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's a big lake, mm-hmm. you know? I spent a lot of my childhood over there. I, I used to go fishing there when I was a kid. And uh, we we went uh, a few months ago back in uh, you know, October. We mm-hmm. went, you know, to the little antique store. They got just a little something for everybody there. Mm-hmm. And Billy Bob was filming a movie. And I think the movie he was filming was Primary Colors, a movie that he's in with uh, John Travolta that's based on the book by Anonymous that was by some some uh, news news guy, uh, loosely, sort of loosely based on the Clinton campaign of the 90s. And uh, Billy Bob was in that movie playing the James Carville character. And so this would be about 97, I guess. Well, my great uncle Guy lived in New Roads and Billy Bob was staying over in New Roads or right around New Roads. And there was a little bar this watering hole that uncle guy used to go in and well billy bob started going over and having beers after he was done or whatever and uh uncle guy's sitting in there one night and billy bob comes in and he sits next to him and he starts chatting with uncle guy and he says uh 
And, and Uncle Guy finally asked him, he's like, uh, so what do you do? He says, well, I'm an actor. And he says, uh, oh, okay. He goes, first thing out of his mouth, you know Burt Reynolds? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's the first thing. I've done. And, like, Billy Bob gets real taken with this because this guy doesn't know who he is, uh-huh. you know, and asking about Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. who he does know, mm-hmm. you know, and got real taken with and started going in looking for Uncle Guy. <laughs> And then, so the story goes, one time, though, he comes in, and Uncle Guy wasn't there. And Uncle Guy lived right next door to the bar. And it's, you know, whatever time he comes in, and everybody's like, hey, Billy, you know, like, because apparently, like, they didn't care who he was. They just liked yeah. him, you know, and he, like, you can tell he fit in. He fit oh, in with, yeah. you know, country people. Mm-hmm. You know? Said so he walks in, he goes, where's Guy? <laughs> they said, I mean, he's at home. He goes, go get him. <laughs> and they walked over <laughs> and got Guy, and he came over. Because he just wanted to see Guy and have a drink with him, which I thought was like so cool. I know, like, I love it. Like I love that story. Like because because uh, Uncle Guy, he passed away a few years ago. He was he was he was a lot of fun, and and I love <laughs> when I see Billy Bob always on anything. I think of that story. I, I like. I think he's a real talent. I think I think oh, yeah. he's a he's an honest to God like like legit talent as a as a filmmaker, a writer, an actor. I, I like his music too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a fan of uh, his music. I think he's a decent drummer. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, I like I like his little band that yeah. he's got. He so. seems like a cool dude. He really does, doesn't yeah. he? He really does. Um, yeah, he's he's a real artist. I, I really I really believe that. Slingblade Slingblade's really good. That that performance oh, in, in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys. He pops up in some some random stuff. He's always it's always good when you see Billy Bob. Yeah. It's like oh good Billy Bob's and <laughs> and he can, he can do anything. He can play anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, apparently based on his mother. So, because okay. she was she was a gifted medium, apparently. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Like I said, I believe in it. I do too. I believe in it. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, yeah. Another reason this might have gotten overlooked a little bit. It's not quite the same Raimi style of horror, is it? You know that real visceral yeah. Three Stooges. You know, it's very straight. It's it's very Hitchcock. You know, mm-hmm. he's very influenced by Hitchcock, and and there's a. Uh, like I keep saying, there's a groundedness to this, and it never gets, you know, out of the box. Yeah. You know, it doesn't become Evil Dead or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's very, very well told tale. I think it's very good. Hopefully, this movie will pick up some steam, maybe get a little cult following you know, yeah. as, as it gets a little up there in years. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I recommend this highly. I do too. I like it quite it's a bit. It's a good pick. Really good pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as of right now, this is available. If you have Paramount Plus, you can watch this movie. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's available. Other, yeah, it's, you can rent it from different places. Yeah. But uh, really good. I and and I recommend it for Kate Blanchett. Man, she's really good. She really she, is. She's she's solid. Mm-hmm. She's she's very believable. There's there's actresses. And there's actors too who do this, but I'm thinking of one actress in particular I do not like to watch. First name Mara, last name Streep. I I I <laughs> always feel like I'm watching something that was planned mm-hmm. like her little mannerisms are planned you know yeah and, and it takes me just completely out of it Kate Blanchett's one of these actors it just draws you completely in mm-hmm. to it and it's not a showy performance either no. that's what's so impressive about it. and I, and that I know this from music and uh, a couple of friends who, who who are artists you know to do something sublime is much harder than that mm-hmm. big thing like yeah Juliet Lewis and Giovanni Ribisi mm-hmm. playing in the other sister, like Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man. Yeah. You know, that's like as as skillful as that 
is, you know, it's a lot harder to do Tom Cruise in Rain Man yeah. than, than Dustin, yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Not taking anything away from Dustin Hoffman. But, but anyway, um, yeah, she, she completely brings you in. I enjoyed just watching her. Like, just watching. I mean, I know that's her job. She's, she's there to be on screen. But I, I just felt like watching her, I felt, I don't know. It felt, I don't know. Yeah, and there's there's some nice physical stuff she does in this movie too. Like uh, when she's being uh, interviewed by the police and she she holds herself, Mm -hmm. you know. And if you watch this, you notice how she's holding herself, you know, and and, and the way that she kind of hunches her shoulders a little bit. There's uh, not a lot of confidence to her. Yeah. And and you always know when she's worried and, and. her emotions really come through, and she plays it just perfectly. And she's got those mm-hmm. gorgeous eyes. Mm-hmm. She does, and those eyes say so much. And she, uh, she just, she reminds me growing up. Yeah, this movie's in Georgia, but it's just a stand-in for the South. Yeah, you know? she reminds me of people I've met in my in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I good. loved her. It's good stuff. Movie's good. good. Movie's good. And we didn't spoil it. There nope. you go. We didn't spoil it. I'm not going to. Nope. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, anything else about that? No, I think that's it. All right. All right. I think, so. I think that's about it for the movie. Yeah, I feel good about it. Me too. I feel good about it. Well, we'd like to thank each and every one of you out there for tuning in. And uh, if uh, during the course of this show you heard an air conditioner going or anything else, we are indeed on location <laughs> in a hotel room. So mm-hmm. some noises that we just... Yeah, we heard some noises in the middle of recording. Yeah. We're kind of looking right. at each other like, what is that? Hmm. But uh, we were we were hearing... So uh, if you hear anything, we apologize. Not much we could, we could do about mm. that. Um, I've been meaning to mention this. Uh, you can reach out to the show at latenightfrightpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Uh, you know, not all of you out there have uh, my number, like LPB, Deputy Director... Matt Tessier. <laughs> he's special. He is. He's special. Our number one fan. Uh, we're still working on that mug for you, Matt. That's, oh, yeah. That is coming. Um, and you're not a hippie. No. Nope. You're, you're not. You're not a hippie nope. at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. He's one of the great guys. I don't even know him and I like him. He's one of the great guys. <laughs> one of the great guys. Sam Raimi is one of the great directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on. Uh, his next movie would change the world. Spider-Man. Yep. So. Good stuff. Did you like his uh, Spider-Man movies? I did. I did too. I did. I like Toby as a... I do too. like his Spider-Man. I don't even mind... Uh, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten I, Dunst, I, I don't, yeah. I don't mind her. It's all right. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but she was good as Mary Jane. I grew yeah. up reading Spider-Man comic books, and he he nailed the tone of that and the colors and, and all that. Yeah, I, I was watching that movie. I had a smile on my face watching that. I was like, this is it. Like, <laughs> I've been wanting to see this my entire life. You know? I've been mm-hmm. dreaming of this. See this. It was it was it was a trip. I bet so. Really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So all right. Well, I think that, that about does it, huh? I think that's it. The gift. Is it a gift? Or a curse. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. Maybe next episode we'll have a name for uh, Hillary Swink's <laughs> haircut. <laughs> we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. We'll talk about our Myrtle stuff in the next episode. Yeah, you want to you want to do it next episode. We'll do the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for the next episode. Well, we're, uh, we'll drop some knowledge on yeah. you about our Myrtle's experiences. Yeah. I have a couple. 
Me too. Okay. And we'll give Hillary Swank's haircut a name. Yeah, we're going to give it a name. <laughs> and I can go ahead and tell you right now, the next movie uh, that we're going to be doing is the newest installment of the Scream franchise. That would be Scream 6. And we're also going to be talking quite a bit about Scream 4 mm -hmm. because uh, we finished <laughs> Scream 6 and I went, let's watch Scream 4. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that on that episode. All right, Faith. It is that time. Let's bring them home, shall we? We Take shall. Take us home. May your coffin be cozy and your sarcophagus warm. May the light of the moon keep you safe from harm. Be you vampire, spook, specter, or beast. Always remember, keep, keep your, your monster, monster on a leash. leash. We will see you on the other side. Thank you so much for tuning in. another 15 minutes. Did you tell her that I don't like tennis still? She said that all well-bred girls play tennis, oh. chess, or bridge. Is it 15 minutes yet? For 21 years, Carla Tate has had a handicap to overcome. No, Carla, get away from the water. Her mother. I give her love, I protect her, I teach her, and suddenly that's smothering. Those are her words, not mine, Mrs. Tate. <laughs> This is a girl who is determined to push the edge of the envelope. Carla, Carla! I need to be responsible so that my parents get off my back. But now at last, she's finally met someone who understands. I want you to meet Daniel. Don't worry, because I've been house trained. <laughs> I'm telling you, that boy Caesar is a rich girl. Well, I don't think he's after her money. I love Carla. She's the only one that makes me feel like a person. But seriously, aren't you concerned? Just a harmless flirtation, a crush. That's all it is. Page 84 is OK. But I don't want to do page 155. She has tried very hard to show that she's a responsible person. This is a child's life, and this is my child's life. And I am going to protect her. Page 146 looks pretty good. How much do you weigh? I just don't think that he can take care of you. He can barely take care of himself. We can take care of each other. Sometimes an ordinary life is an extraordinary achievement. When you reach a certain age and you're not talking to your children, I think you're missing a very important part of the journey. problem is going to be parking. Juliette Lewis, Diane Keaton, Tom Skerritt, and Giovanni Ribisi. I wonder who thought up sex in the first place. I, th I think it was Madonna. The Other Sister.